Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Father God, it's another day's journey. We are thankful and grateful for it. Thank you for a day we've never seen before, a day that we'll never see again. Master, we ask that you bless this service, bless the ones that are in attendance, bless the teacher, bless the student. We just ask you bless picking and shedding. We ask that you just look down upon us and shower down your blessings as you already have and always will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, you can wave. We're in your hands. All right, a great, the ultimate fish story. Uh, this lesson kind of picks up where the last lesson uh, was in that in the last lesson we talked about uh, who Jesus was when he started his ministry and that uh, he was anointed. He was filled with the spirit of the Lord was upon him. And he goes back to Old Testament scripture to confirm who he is and what he was about. And one of the things is was he was to preach the word to the poor. In other words, he was going to preach to the one that was poor in spirit. And this first verse uh, lets you know that the people were willing to hear the word of God. And that's something that we don't find much today. But at that time, it says it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the sea of the Nazareth. In other words, the people wanted to hear the word. And so Jesus lets us know in the second verse that we don't have to have a $500,000 church to, to, to preach the word. All we need is someone to preach it to. And, and he, uh, we can figure out a way to do it. So he, he, he sees two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen have gone out of them and were washing their nets. And what Jesus does is that uh, he entered into one of the ships and said to Simon Peter and prayed that he would thrust out a little bit from land. And he sat down and taught the people. So Jesus lets us know and he teaches us that uh, we can make uh, a way to teach the word of God. It doesn't, it doesn't take, it doesn't have to be nothing fancy. So what uh, he does is he builds himself a pulpit and that he climbs into one of the ships and asks uh, Peter to, to cast out a little bit from shore. And so he has himself mounted in the ship and sat down and, and began to teach the people. But this lesson tonight is talking about his calling of the first disciples. And, and, and when you think about a disciple, you know, the definition would be one who receives instruction from another uh, or one who adheres to a particular school of philosophy uh, or thought. But more than anything, it's a follower. So he, he's going to find somebody to 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 follow and to carry on what what he his ministry once he 
uh, descended back into heaven. So uh, what is he looking for? Well, uh, one of the things that, that, that the second verse talks about and that we may overlook uh, a little bit is that these fishermen are washing their nets. In other words, uh, what they are doing uh, is that they are fishermen and and the, their nets, if they don't wash these nets, they will rot and break. So they are taking care of their equipment. So he, he, one of the things he might be looking for in a disciple is, is that somebody, in other words, the scripture says, if you're faithful over small things, I'll put you over many. In other words, they're looking for somebody that, that'll be faithful over what they have been placed over. And they are faithful in that they are washing their nets. Now, Jesus uh, speaks to the uh, multitude. In other words, he speaks to crowds, but his message is to an individual. In other words, we ought to take his message personally. Uh, And what he's doing is, is Romans 12 and 2 in that, be you not conformed, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, when you hear the word of God, we ought to be renewed um, and transformed into what he would have us to be. And when we become transformed, he can send us out to carry on um, his, his carry, his word to the world. So that's basically what uh, uh, Jesus' disciple ought to do and still ought to do these days is to carry the word of God. Uh, to the, to the rest of the world. So he enters into the ship, which is Simon Peter, and he doesn't order him, but he pray him that, that he would thrust out a little bit from land and sat down and talk to people. Uh, and in those days, that was the custom that they sat down and talked to people. Uh, and, and when we talk about why, and why would he, uh, ask fishermen more than anything else, at least six, maybe seven of the disciples were fishermen. And I think more than anything is the characteristic of what most fishermen is like. Now, this, when you talk about a fisherman, we're not talking about somebody that fish like I do and go out and cast a pole into the lake and sit there and watch the tide go by. And if it wasn't for snakes, fall asleep. That's not what it, the kind of fisherman he's looking, he's talking about. These fishermen are more like the fishermen that you would see on that show the the best catch or whatever it's called, something about uh, the greatest catch. These are more like them kind of fishing in that they have to do uh, ordinary, extraordinary thing. It takes great courage to go out on, 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 on the Sea of Galilee because on the Sea of Galilee, a storm would come up almost just like a, a heartbeat, it would just—it would just all of a sudden be a storm come up. So you had to have great courage, and you had to be daring, and then you had to be patient. And if we'll be disciples of Christ, one of the biggest things we have to do is we have to be patient with people. Uh, Everybody is not going to be conformed to what we're trying to uh, tell them. So you have to have a lot of patience. And you have to have a knowledge determination to, 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 to do the work of God. Uh, everybody's not determined to do to do that kind of work, but you have to be determined. In other words, you have to uh, be willing to go back and back and back. And you have to have a lot of faith. Um, it's another thing. And you can't be a great fisherman if you don't have faith. 
you got to believe that you're going to catch some fish. And, and if you don't have that, that belief, uh, you ain't going to uh, make a great fishing. And then when to do the kind of fishing they were doing, they had to be able to work together. Uh, they used nets and not, not hooks. So you had to get together and help pull those nets back into the boat when they got fishing. Uh, so they be, had to be able to help one another. And the job many times had to be done quickly and efficiency. And so uh, all these characteristics is what comes into being a, a great fisherman. So now faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Peter is sitting here and, and, and listening to what uh, Jesus is telling him to uh, is teaching. Uh, we, we don't know exactly what he taught, but we know he did teach. And I can just imagine how it was to hear Jesus teach uh, whatever it is he was teaching. And then the scripture said he spoke with authority um, when he spoke to the people. And, and the people couldn't help but listen. Now, when he had finished speaking, uh, he said to Simon Peter, because he gave him one uh, uh, command and when, when he asked him to thrust out a little bit from the land. And so now he gives him another one. When he's finished speaking, he says, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a draft. So now Peter is hearing him speak, and evidently the words that he spoke has had an effect on Peter. But uh, let's face it, we don't become uh, overwhelmed uh, right away. It's, it's a process. So Peter says what we really, uh, a lot of us would probably say, and that Peter, I, I like the way he's always frank. He doesn't he doesn't beat around the bush. He, if he got something on his mind, he says what's on his mind. So he believes in some of what uh, Jesus is saying because of what he does. But he says, answering him, saying unto him, Master, we've toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy words, I will let down thy net. So in other words, Peter has a little bit of faith in, in what Jesus is telling him to do, but he's not completely convinced. And and, and when he talks to about uh, calling all night, uh, he's actually telling us uh, uh, how he feels about it. See, when the, on the Sea of Galilee, when you when you were to fish, uh, what you would do was you went out at night. Because, uh, and you get in the shallow water and let down your net, and that's how you caught fish. But Jesus is asking him to do something that's completely contradictive uh, to what uh, uh, Peter is accustomed to. In other words, if we're going to have faith in, in Jesus, we got to sometimes just take him at his word and, and follow his instruction. Uh, one of the we talked about last week about how we honor God and with the standing of the reading of the word. But one of the greatest ways to honor God is to obey him. Abraham said, and, 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 and when he told Abraham to leave his family and go to a place he would show him, Abraham obeyed. He got up and he moved and he did what God asked him to do. And and uh, Simon and uh, Peter is, is going to do some of the same thing in that he takes him to thrust out into the deep, so he obeys. 
And when he had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fish in their net break. So Jesus has done to Simon Peter something that he hadn't done before. Hadn't were not accustomed to seeing him doing. Instead of fishing at night, he had, this was daytime. He had asked Simon Peter to do this in the day. And the next thing he asked Simon Peter to do is to uh, uh, go out into the deep. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, he, you know, the custom was to get in the shallow water uh, and, and, and catch the fish. So Jesus has completely turned around what uh, Simon Peter is look is accustomed to doing, and then they beckoned to their partners, which were in the other ship, and they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships, so that they began to sink. And Jesus has another message in that what he uh, when we talk about uh, the blessing that Jesus puts on us. In other words, Simon Peter is not selfish enough that that. that He's going to take only the blessing for himself. He calls his, his, his partners and, and, and blessing, and Jesus' blessing is upon them also. So uh, a lot of lessons is being taught by Jesus in this, in this scripture. Uh, and that we are uh, his disciples. What we have, we ought to share with everybody else. In other words, we ain't, ain't supposed to just take what Jesus bless us with and, and, and lock it in our mind. And he gives us insight and revelation into his teaching so that we can share it with somebody else. In other words, this, this discipleship is to be expanded uh, uh, from, from one to the other. In other words, uh, when this world end, would be the hopeful thing would be that we would all experience the the glory of God, and we would all be saved. So it was our job as disciples to take out and and uh, 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 spread the word of God. But Jesus, in in his teaching, it, uh, also lets us know that if we are to be successful and 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 do what God has asked us to do, we have to let Him take control. You see, Peter does something else in this that that. That's uh, unusual in that Jesus, by faith, by by uh, his, uh, what he's accustomed to, Jesus by trade, that's the word I'm looking for, Jesus by trade is a carpenter. But Peter has to let him take control. And and uh, that's what Peter does when he lets, when he thrust out in the deep and does, takes uh, Jesus' orders. Is he let Jesus take control of our life, of his life. And if we're going to be uh, successful in what we do, we have to let Jesus take control. In other words, we have to give over control of our life to Jesus. And when you let him take control of your life, uh, that's when you become successful. Peter doesn't take credit for this. And in fact, when, when in the next part, he'll let you know that, that, uh, I'm not taking credit for what's what's being done. Uh, I'm giving it to you because in the next part, uh, Peter says, uh, when Peter saw it, he fell down at his knees. In other words, now he's, what he's doing when he falls down at his knees is he's falling down into a worship position. In other words, he's, he's letting him know that, Lord, you are who you say you are. Uh, you are in control, saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. In other words, Peter is telling to him, 
I acknowledge blood, and I, I'm I'm not I'm not a, 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 a religious person, but but I see that you are. I know that uh, uh, you are amazing. For he was astonished at all that was and all that was with him at the fish that they had caught. In other words, they were all amazed at that what had happened. And Jesus has taught not only him, but the people that, that's on land, because there's people that he just taught standing on the shore, and they're seeing the, what is going on. And also uh, with him were James and John, the sons of Jebedee, which was partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, for henceforth you shall catch men. In other words, Jesus has taught them a lesson about not about so much about how to catch fish, but how to catch men, how to how to be able to say uh, spread the word that that he might save people. And when they had bought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. So Jesus has taught them a lesson. Um, um, when he taught the word of God, even though Simon Peter and, uh, was over there washing his nets doing some of this lets us know that not every time that that uh, uh, we teach the word of God that is, is it even though Jesus was supposedly teaching the people that were standing on shore, Simon Peter heard the word, and the word does not come back void. In other words, uh, even though we think we're talking to one person, somebody else might be receiving the word that we uh, when we're talking to somebody else. So the word is, is so powerful, and Jesus is the word. Uh, John says, uh, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the God and the word was manifest in the flesh. In other words, you got the word of God being talking by the word himself. Uh, so he's uh, fulfilling what God has asked him to do. He has taught the people, and not only they have taught them, but he has converted uh, uh, Peter and, and, and John and James and Andrew into being his disciples. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, and we are transformed by the word. We are not conformed, but we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. So in, in this process of this fish story that that. that Jesus is, is taught uh, by the seashore. He has uh, taught the people on the land, and he has uh, made him four new disciples, and these are some of his first disciples. Uh, newly, I go on a lot longer, but I, I was kind of amazed at what had happened in, in, in this country today, and I kind of got off track. So comments from anybody. Good evening. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say backing up. Um, look, I was looking at it spiritual, in my spiritual eyes, as Pastor Mitchell could say. When um, Jesus instructed him to, you know, cast his net down into the deep mm-hmm. and he drew out all these fish, and I'm looking at it spiritually. It's just a thought that I had. You know, a lot of times we get so um, comfortable doing things like we normally do, mm-hmm. the more we overlook the bigger picture 
of what we could do. And me, for one, I, I'm very comfortable in position, and I'm afraid of change a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But looking at this, with him telling him to cast his net deeper, and he telling him, well, you know, we've we've been out here toiling, and we hadn't, you know, caught anything. Jesus is letting us know, look, if you just trust me and follow my lead, Amen. I will instruct you, we can catch more fish. Mm-hmm. And I think about, you know, and I, uh, Brother Anthony, I tell you as often as I can, thank God for technology. You know, looking at the pandemic when it happened, we were blindsided by it because we didn't know what to do. It was just something so new and we didn't know what to do, but we knew that it was, it, it was deadly and still is. So everything shut down. God's word go out and comes back to him, not void. And God tells us that if you just trust me, just trust me and follow my lead, make a way. God gave Anthony, the uh, brother Anthony, I'm sorry, I got to work on that, the ability to help us with technology to to meet the needs of the people. And I thank God for it because, you know, your mother in San Antonio, she couldn't be there in person, but guess what? She's online. Yeah. We sitting in Timson, we couldn't be there in person, but we online. Y'all are in your homes in Carthage. You couldn't be in the building, but you're online. You know, right. that's casting that net deeper. That's casting mm-hmm. that net deeper. And that's that's just a thought that I got out of that. Well, yeah, that's a great, that's a great thought. Uh, one of the ones that I was intending to bring God in, uh, I forgot was that we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthened us. Mm-hmm. When Peter was out there calling all night, Jesus wasn't with him. Mm-hmm. But when he went yep. out there with Jesus with him, then yep. he, can, he could catch fish even in the daytime when they usually catch him at night. He can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthened him. Yep. And 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 I think that's what I, I I feel like that's what Peter learned from that is that Jesus is what makes the difference. It, it it wasn't whether you fishing a day at night or, or or in deep water or shallow water or wherever you are. It's Him that makes the difference because He can overcome all the other obstacles that's in the way. Uh, so many times we sell him short by by living in what he can do. He can do all things mm-hmm. if we just believe. And and all Peter needed to 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 get do what he need was just a little bit of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he said, scripture said, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. And in other words, all Peter needed was to believe a little bit, and and he showed his faith. And that he went ahead and followed Jesus' instruction. Had he not followed Jesus' instruction, he wasn't able to see uh, what what he could do for him. But by him launching out, in other words, when he obeyed the word of God and launched out into the deep, he showed his faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for, the, for the teacher and uh, uh, Sunday school class, you know, in this in this, it refers a lot to the last 
uh, last week as well. You know, you think about the people that marvel whenever Jesus was speaking. And as you stated today, uh, Jesus spoke with authority. Okay. So that little time that, well, I, I can't say little time, but the time that Peter was there talking with Jesus, you know, he witnessed. And he marveled at, at, at the teaching or what Jesus was saying to him, okay? And, you know, we have to, I know it was stated before, but in a sense, you know, sometimes our, I would say our expertise, we don't like people to tell us mm-hmm. what we need to do when that's your specialty, all right? Uh-huh. People to tell you what to do if you're if that's your specialty, but in in this, you know, um, with Peter listening, you know, even though he called all night, and I know they probably were tired, but you know what? I'm gonna listen to. I'm gonna listen. Mm-hmm. Because, and he and he did it as as you stated, um, Deacon. Way, um, his obedience is is what helped him to speak and get, I would say, a great prize. Yep. Just imagine well, if we would do the same. Yep. Well, in when the, in the scripture and 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 there's key words in in in, in our study. And Simon Peter answered and said unto him, and the word, and the, and the magical word there is master. Mm-hmm. When he said mm-hmm. master, he's turning the authority over to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you call somebody master, you that that signifies that uh, uh, you are uh, in charge. You are over me. Right. Uh, so he gives he gives all his uh, authority to Jesus when he calls him master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is Anthony. I was just thinking, you know, you brought up, you know, fishing and, you know, I think, you know, like you said, I, I think it's easy to get tempted to be like, well, hey, I'm, I'm enjoying just being out here um, and just the experience. And I think sometimes in our walk with God, we can make our walk with God about uh, enjoying the experience and what we're getting out of it, as opposed to uh, what he wants us to do, which is to go out and actually be fruitful and get fish. As you know, if we're going fishing, we need to be getting fish. Um, You know, we make sometimes our walk with God about, well, I had a good time at church, or I'm having a good time in my walk personally. But um, he wants us to be going after, you know, after people and, um, you know, that's going to rely, uh, force us to get out of our comfort zone and to, and to uh, have faith that he's, he will help us to do it. Um, but also this, this also is kind of a turning point in Jesus's ministry because, you know, he kind of transitioned from you know, studying in the temple and doing a lot of things himself to working with a group of people, you know, and he didn't, you know, he, he obviously helped a lot of people, but he had a small group of people that he worked with very closely. 
And, you know, I, I think for us, I mean, you know, who are we getting to know? Who are we helping um, grow in their walk with Christ? And so I think, you know, for me, that really uh, stands out that, you know, I, that's what I need to make sure that I'm doing and, and helping people grow in their faith. Mm-hmm. Well, to be a good disciple, we have to get out of our comfort zone. And, and, and Peter, we used to do it at night. And, and, and that was his comfort zone at night on shallow water. But sometimes we have to stretch out and, and do what's not comfortable for us if we are to really be great disciples. Uh, we got to do some things we're not used to doing. And especially to reach the people that, that, that we're trying to reach. Uh, Sometimes we got to go down deep. <laughs> You're right. No comments. Just enjoying myself tonight. Uh, I was looking, and if you look at the pattern here, as we all uh, look at it, uh, start out with the first verse, and it was saying that they was hungry for the word, and you can't help but to put it in there today. It showed that we'll need the word more than we need anything. We need God. Yeah. I, I, I tell you, because we ought to be hungry for the word of God. And, uh, Satan has always tried his best to get the glory, uh, tried his best to turn something uh, good into bad, but God will have the last say so. But I look at this lesson and in a nutshell what all you all have said, that it's a great lesson, and Jesus has always get, gave us parables. But as we look at this parable and we look at this lesson, and I think someone and all of us have already said, he wants us to be good disciples, good stewards. It, uh, first of all, in order to be like him, we got to be like this. Uh, lesson say we got to sit down and be taught. Uh, a lot of us uh, want to teach, but don't want nobody to teach us. You know, so but uh, we all can learn something from somebody. So, uh, and uh, that's, that's what it is because I was reading the other night, uh, iron sharpen iron, because uh, I don't care how, how long you've been in it, somewhere down the line, your blade going to get dull mm-hmm. and you're going to need your sharpen your blade. So, uh, and he was saying, uh, when he said to me, he was saying, go a little further. Uh, as, as like I said, I might be repeating, but he wanted us to get out the four walls a walnut grove, and he wants us to go in the highways and byways. Mm-hmm. Even though we are not yet in the building, but ninety-nine percent of the time, we uh, we uh, pass up church in order to go to church. Mm-hmm. But we got to understand that's when he said we got to, you know, each one of us can reach somebody, and so that's when he, to me when he said got to. Uh, Lunch out a little bit further, you know, and and when you uh, and then when I look at these fish, and then look at it spiritual, when we catch something, uh, it's not already clean. You got to go and clean it. So in mm-hmm. other words, that's what us as children of God that we're all saved. 
But uh, some of us saved by the grace of God, some of us are not yet. Well, we're getting there. But when we go out and get that sinner, we should not pour dirt or, or, or water on that sinner because we once were sinned just like they had, and some of us might be still doing. But the word, as you say, is power in the word of God. So when we go out and, and go a little deeper and bring some lost sinner into the fold, and we uh, let the word, that's what it was saying here in the first outline, says the power of God's word. The word what changes you. I could bring 50 people to Walnut Grove, but I cannot do nothing but expound the word of God. The word of God convicts you. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. I mean, uh, it, it, the Bible says it can come out of a hellish mouth. The word of God will convict you. If you listen, because all of us, it's just like a two-edged sword. All of us get cut. And I tell you, I've been getting cut a whole lot because, you know, we all have sin. But if we go back to this lesson, and it said about the power, and then it, it showed you at the last outline, it said the power of God works. And then it said, you know, in that seventh verse, how uh, they had filled it, and then they had a uh, field of shielding. If again, uh, feel other shift because we begin to think. If we, as children of God, we think, if we would go out and spread the word of God, if we would compel men and women, but if our lifestyle would meet up with our walk, our walk would meet up with our lifestyle, we'll be better off. But we, we're too busy judging. We're too busy uh, uh, trying to not help. But look at it. They got into other ships. And it began to sink, but as they pulled the net up, and they got together, like you said, as they got together, they had more fish they can ever uh, uh, hold on to. So, in other words, if we uh, expound the word of God and we do it together, we can catch more sinners. And then mm-hmm. sometimes we can catch ourselves in the midst of it, too. All right. Yeah. And, and also, uh, Good point, Pastor. Um, also, as as a teacher has stated about um, a fishermen work together, and I have watched that show. What is it? The Biggest Catch, or, and and they spend a long time on the sea. And not only that, um, it, when they pull in a fish, it does. It takes a group of them to bring in the fish. Mm-hmm. Now, just imagine the net that these men had to bring in. Oh, I just, I, I can't. So what I'm seeing in, in this lesson, too, and it's showing us that as we as Christians and we're learning, okay, and we're going to be um, missionaries and, and disciples to spread the good news, um, we have to be familiar with the word, but then we also have to realize we're going to have to learn the word together. Mm-hmm. As Christians, you know, uh, I can, I learn a lot from my mom. I even learned something from my sister, you know, God give us all different things and I believe that we can learn from from one another but if we want to 
to be stronger fishermen. I'm just using that because we're talking about this. We don't have to learn to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. true. Amen. I, I, I want to bring this point up and I'll leave you alone. They just gave me a good point. Look at verse 5. And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have tall all night and have mm-hmm. taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And I think about, and as I said, we look at the spiritual side. And we try to help people or try to bring people to Christ. Somebody else will find fault in you to try to tell that person or the person you're trying to help, tell that person they can't tell you nothing. But look at it here. In other words, he said, now, look, we've been doing that all night long. And we ain't caught nothing. As Christians, as children of God, we've been praying, we've been preaching, we've been singing, ain't nobody came. But look what look what Simon said. Look what help me. I feel like shouting right here. Simon said, nevertheless, at thy word, mm-hmm. I will yes. let down the net. Yes, In other words, he said, he said, I I, I can't see seem like my work is in vain. I, I've been talking to this person, look like I'm hitting a brick wall, but he said, but he said, I, 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 but at your word, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to keep on trusting and I'm going to soon and very soon, it's going to happen. So in other words, he was telling, he was telling Simon, he said, if you trust me, just have belief in me and, and it ain't going to come overnight. I, I don't, I, 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 I'm going to go on a limb tonight. I don't believe none of us, when somebody was praying for us, I don't think we dropped down, uh, drop what we were doing right then and there and say, I'm going to do the Lord's will. We kept on fighting. <laughs> we kept on, uh, uh, well, I, 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 I don't want to sing, uh, you know, because uh, I can't sing like them. I'll I do it later. Uh, then you finally gave me, and, yeah, that, that's my calling. Uh, that's what I want the Lord to bless me with a voice. Uh, 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 me, I ran from preaching two or three years. I didn't want to do it. Somebody else, you know, didn't want to come to church. You know, but you said, no, nevertheless, it's thy will. And he said, you know, look at it. He said, as thy will, he said that I will let down my neck. So in other words, we got to drop some things down mm-hmm. in order for God to pick us up. Mm-hmm. Some things we got to let go. That's what he said, let it down the neck. He said, I, I, I got some things that hinder me. I got to let it down because I, I, I'm going to let down and I'm going to trust you. And so he said, mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you. Nevertheless, nevertheless, yeah. it's thy word. It's something yeah. about the word of God. Amen. 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 And just think if he didn't, if he did not let down and just said, oh, this, oh, this is, I'm the one that's a fisherman. Nobody can tell me. No, mm-hmm. he, trust, he trusted in it. Look, not not only as we stated, look at how many people was probably fed. Mm-hmm. My God. Yep. yep. And I thank God I'm fishing for me and not uh it's nothing wrong with fishing for fishes, but I tell you, cause, cause sometimes when I was out there I did go fish. I had to watch for snakes, mosquitoes, mm-hmm. and everything. They were distracting me. 
from fishing. Mm-hmm. That's how it is in the church. You got a whole lot of stuff in the church that'll mm-hmm. distract you from bringing folks yeah. to Christ. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Amen. This is this is Anthony. I was just looking at verse four, and it just says, you know, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. You know, and I guess from that, what I get is, you know, now when he had left speaking, I think about, you know, whether we're, you know, hearing the word of God preached or we're reading the word of God, you know, the next thing is, you know, you know, Jesus is telling Simon to launch out in the deep and let down your nets. It's like, so, you know, God didn't want us to just be, you know, hearers of the word, but he wants us to be doers. Um, and getting out there and, and as pastor says, getting outside the walls of our church um, and getting out there and, and serving other people and, you know, letting them know about God in Christ. So Amen. Uh, I, I, that's kind of stuck out to me. Amen. I have a question. I have a question. Okay. Um, in the past, I've um, under watch care, I've attended um, churches, different churches. Whenever I was in school, or whenever I was in Austin, and one thing that I noticed was with um, the last one, they had a lot of what is called street ministry. And the ministry would go out on the street, and, and it will be different times. Sometimes it will be, if you're familiar in, in Austin, there's there's one there's one session that's real rough, and uh, the church that I attended was in that rough part of Austin, and they had um, um, ministries, and a lot of times they would do it at night. Okay, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I have a question to ask. Do you believe that street ministry is spreading the word of God, even though they're not assembling in the church? But do you believe that their mission is worth it? Yes. Wherever you can spread the word of God, at, uh, it will go. It will be effective if you are doing it in the will of God. I mean, it could be on the street, upon a tent. Uh, I, I, I'd have had a, a revival upon a tree. If it's the Lord's will and the Lord's assembly, he said, "Well, there are two or three, and touching and greeting on and similar touching and greeting on on the same thing." I'd be in the midst. So if if it's in, it's in the will of God and God in the midst of it, and you. You're doing it for the Lord, and you're doing it to uh, gain souls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nicodemus came by night. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you have to have your uh, mind and soul receptive to uh, receive. Uh-huh. And if you don't have your mind set to receive, then you won't get anything. Right. And That's right. You have to, and when you're going, going out, uh, and you are 
you have the Lord with you. Mm-hmm. And when you go, the Lord is always there by your side. So no matter where you go, he's there. He's mm-hmm. going to protect you and not let anything harm you. And if you are walking in the will of God and how you know you're walking in the will of God, it's through his word. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you don't have the word, uh, there's no way that you can be uh, that you can be successful. Mm-hmm. Wherever you go, you should have the word, and all the time you don't have the Bible with you. Right. So if you have the word in your heart, mm-hmm. you can right. reach someone, and you have to be prepared. Uh, to at all times, because you never know when and where uh, you're going to be needed or where the Lord is going to lead you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you if you walk in in His Word and standing on His promises, I can guarantee you, you will be successful mm-hmm. because the devil can't stand. Against God's word. Amen. That's true. It's so true. Anybody else? Okay, Pips. I'd just like to add real quick, just, you know, I guess also you mentioned, you know, like it doesn't take a huge church, you know, like, you, you know, you just got out there and preached to the people on the boat and i think you know you know as much as you know we miss meeting together and at our you know building you know i think you know walnut grove is more than a building uh amen doing some things um you know even though we you know we want to assemble in the building but you know guys getting us out there and and you know you know last year we've done some mission out in the community um, mm-hmm. And you know, I think that that's really important. You know, it's like well, as much as it is important to assemble in the building, uh, you know, God wants us to be out fishing for people. Yeah, amen. You know, yeah. I just think that we're. Yeah, I think it's really important. Yeah. Hey. Amen. All right. Nothing else. We'll call this over. All right. Thank each and every one. I'm getting tired, me. Thank each and every one for your great uh, participation on tonight. Thank you, teachers and students. And just thank God for all of you. We ask that you uh, leave this conference call praying and praying to the master uh, that he will just shower down on us. Because everything is in his hands. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now because you said every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Master, we are bowing and confessing that the name of Jesus we are sinners that are saved by the grace of God. We ask, and if it's thy will, that you would just uh, take the reins of our mind and just lead us where you will have us to go. Bless us and keep us, Father God. And while you're blessing us, we want to bless you by lifting you up, praising you, giving you all the praise, glory, and honor. Father God, we ask that you just take control of 
everything that's going on in this world and this society. Bless the sick, shitty, and the bereaved family all over the land and country. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray and ask it all. Amen. Thank God. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.